Welcome to the Ion Investment Podcast. We have a special subject, I think, that we're taking on today regarding politics and investing, basically. thought it would be a, a good idea to do a, a special, special podcast, really, just around sort of kind of what you should do when there's an election coming up and maybe after an election, given the, uh, the presidency election we just had. I'm Patrick Woodhouse, and I'm sitting here with, of course, my gracious host, uh, Rich Labriola. Yeah, we're actually recording this podcast a week after voting, the week of November 9th. And we kind of know who our next president is. Uh, you know, I, I, I know it's, it's, a, it's, kind it's of basically almost, official. Yeah, right. uh, our current president may not think so. But, you know, and again, we're not going to get into politics, but we want to dispel some misconceptions out there on what we've been hearing. Clients have been a little nervous. Some of them haven't maybe made any moves where they haven't, maybe they had some money on the side and they decided not to invest because they were concerned about what happened post-election. Right. Um, so I think that's a good, that's a good point. Just, but basically we're starting to see a lot of that uh, as an advisor with my own clients. And I know a lot of the uh, folks here at the firm where coming up into an election, especially a couple of weeks out, I think people have a lot of those types of concerns that you're, you're talking about, Rich, right? Where they want to kind of, they're getting a little nervous, uh, especially when you have a, a really hard polarization with the politics and you have two. You know, people have their ideas about it. this specific president run was a little different than most, I think, as far as how people feel about it. But but the general information from the investments and sort of how you should approach that, that strategy shouldn't have changed. Right. And you go on social media and you see folks that are more for Biden or more for Trump. You know, who's going to be better for the economy? And, and there's a lot of folks going at it for sure. Yeah. Uh, the media doesn't help. I call that the, uh, yeah, right. I call that the, the, the media vortex, right? It can suck you in and really get you, get you feeling uh, anxious about stuff. And, and maybe to the point where you go, wow, maybe I do have to make it, you know, like, maybe you don't talk to somebody, you go, I do have to make some type of change. You know, I feel like the world's, uh, the sky's falling or the world's ending. Right. And, and Pat, I think you had a call recently about somebody that maybe want right. to do something as a result of the election. Yeah. Like, what do I do? For sure. This is a, a normal thing. I've had a lot of these calls, but yeah, more recently, uh, maybe just a couple of weeks prior to the election happening, I had a client where, and I think this is a good story because I think it relates to most people and, their, and kind of their feelings around this, but they had some retirement money that was in the market. This guy was in his 40s, so he still had a good 20, 25 years to go. But you know, when he called me, he was a little nervous, basically looking for some advice. You know, What do we do? Here we have this market. We have this uh, political heated race as the, as the race was heating up at that point. There wasn't going to be a, it was going to be close, you could tell, and you could tell it was making this guy uh, nervous and he was thinking what do I do should I sell some stuff should we go to cash you know and I and basically from my standpoint the strategy wouldn't change for me so I said yeah of course we could do those things you know those are absolutely options but really you want to kind of stay focused on what your overall objective is for the money so in your in this client's case he has still a 20-25 year time frame to go so he has plenty of time his objective is retirement growth so it was basically stay the course He's actually buying in at different time intervals because he's adding money in from his uh, paycheck. So the way I looked at it was if uh, the market goes down, it'll probably be a short-lived pullback. I don't think it's going to, I don't think we're on the edge of a cliff right now. Uh, and you're buying in specifically throughout the month. So that will actually help you sort of average out your cost. You might buy some stuff on sale. So I thought that would be a good thing. But but the way things turned out now, of course, we're doing this post-election, right? So we saw the market kind of run up. Mm -hmm. And now had he sold, had I not talked to him and that same customer sold, he would have miss that run up, right? And he probably wouldn't know uh, when to get back into the market. And that's what we typically see with folks where they make a uh, sort of an emotional behavioral 
decision like that. And then they're not really sure when to get back in. What, you know, if the market's up, is it going to continue? Is it going to continue to go up? They don't want to buy high. And then when it comes way down, they get nervous again. So usually the best course of action uh, is to follow your objectives that you put together and try to follow the, uh, follow the road, right? And that type of thing. Yeah, so everyone's supercharged and what do I do? And you had had you that. gotta breathe, I think, for yeah, a second. Yeah, right? so let's let's take a step back and make it easier for everybody. Let's be mythbusters here a little bit. The sky won't fall no matter I like kind of who who, get, who who gets who gets in the office. The 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 reality is markets tend to go up whether there's a Democrat or Republican in the White House. And there's actually little correlation to who is president. A lot of presidents like to take credit for the economy. But a lot of their influence is actually very indirect. It's, it's actually Congress that sets tax rates. They pass spending bills and right. writes laws regulating the economy. And even then, you know, whether the Congress is split, you know, who, what party is in, in the long run, markets they, tend to go up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. And and the and the president, whoever's in the holding the office of the president, that is real, that's just a, a factor in what you should be taking into account when you're making any type of uh, decisions around your portfolio. The House, the Senate, all factors by themselves, you shouldn't make any decisions ever. And I think. Yeah, the way that the media and, and your general whatever will make you feel is okay. Maybe I've got to act right now, or I'm going to miss something. That's just not. This is not usually how it works. So typically, having a little bit of a patience and and kind of going, okay, this is just one factor, and then you want to look at the economy. I mean, there's a lot of factors that you want to take into account before you make any any decisions. So. Right. I did I did some research. I found a a good quote from the author of Stocks for the Long Run. In the, the author said, "Bull markets." And bear markets come and go, and it's, it has more to do with business cycles than presidents. So I, I thought I like that, was, that. That's that like was, a really good point. I, think. I thought yeah. that was a good quote. If you're going to follow something, business cycles. There's, I mean, business cycles are what I think analysts will look at, right? I mean, uh, from my standpoint, when I'm meeting, when I'm doing portfolios, I'm looking at, you know, if the cyclical cycles that we can be in from uh, an economic standpoint. So if we're manufacturing is is up, or if that's there's different leading and indicative. Uh, uh, red flags that will go up. And if manufacturing is slowing down, that might be, you know, indicative of maybe, you know, there's a recession coming or so, you know, there's little things. That's what I would be paying attention to. Like right. sort of the, Fun, the business fun, fundamentals, yeah, right? The fundamentals. That's exactly right. Um, I also found it interesting that, that the Federal Reserve actually did a study on this topic and they found that neither risk nor return varies significantly across presidential cycles. So I wow. found that very interesting. So, neither, so they did a full blown study to see if the president actually has a, an effect on the on the market, at least directly. Yep, that's really neat. Okay. So I think what we're saying is party control may be more about sentiment than than actual fundamentals, and at least uh, we're seeing maybe a couple groups of people that are concerned with the election. We got folks that are kind of sitting on the sidelines. Right. Uh, maybe they want to make some trades. Yeah, I, think, I think you probably got like three, at least three yeah. that come to mind really fast, right? You've got your person that's already invested, mm-hmm. right? You've got your, like you're saying, your sideline person that's just maybe they got money in the bank and it's just cash and they're wondering, do I get in now? Do I wait? And then you have what I would consider your short-term kind of traders, uh, yeah. someone that's just trying to take advantage of sort of the uh, the environment, right? Yeah. So I definitely want to talk to the one that sat, those folks that sat on the sidelines because I know okay. some, there's some yeah. advisors that were frustrated with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, so just this Monday... You know, at the time of this recording, the Dow surge, this is a headline, Dow surges more than 800 points in biggest rally in five months. Yeah. Who saw that one coming? Right. So you would have been, you would have missed that. Right. And uh, that happens more often than you think. We ha- we think the you know, the market is uh, down or, or negative. And all of a sudden we have this big pop where it picks us back and it up. It really and- speaks to factors that you 
you can't account for. So one of those factors being the COVID thing. Who would have thought Pfizer would come out and say that, hey, listen, we have a, a treatment that's working. It looks like it might be working or, or whatever it was that got the markets happy. Well, whether that's true or not, or the markets go down later, who knows? But the reality is that coupled with the election shot everything up. And when you sit on the sideline, right, you didn't know that was coming. And now you would have missed that that nice rally. So. Right. And then those day traders, those short term investors. Oh, here we go. Yeah, we all have, friends, you know, right? like who's going to be the president? Right? <laughs> you know, what stock should I get into based on who that person may be? Um, and there's all there's there's even some correlations to what party is going to be in the house. What maybe uh, there's better returns before a president comes in, and <laughs> and yeah, it's it's like well, I don't. I mean, at the end, at, at yeah. the end of the day, there's this really interesting stat. Research has shown that the vast majority of day traders lose money, and only about one percent actually get better returns than just staying in a traditional index fund. So I think that speaks to the point on the extreme. You have day traders, right. maybe less extreme, maybe some short term folks. No, but that's but a, I think it speaks point. to the point is that you can't time things. It's it's right. extremely hard to it's do. Extremely hard. And the thing with when you're trading on a short term basis like that, if you if you get lucky and you hit the timing right and you make some money, it can be a very misleading sort of uh, guideline for yourself to follow because you're going to suddenly think like, wow, I can do this. And it might give you a false hope of security thinking that's going to happen every time. So I think your your statistic is probably talking to where people get that, they get that feeling, right? They win. It's almost like you're at the casino, right? You win some money or you're playing golf and you get a hole in one or something. I don't right. know, whatever. You just think you're going to keep doing that yeah. and it gives you that energy to keep coming back. And then something else happens and you take a, a bad position and yeah, you'll end up losing, losing money. So yeah. Right. Um, so we really want to kind of passionately want to put together a, a quick, small podcast, special edition mm-hmm. post election. I just wanted to dispel the fact that, you know, it, it doesn't matter who the president is to some, to most, most extents. Right. If you have a diversified portfolio, it really helps you weather any election cycle don't sit on the sidelines. Don't panic. Stick to your financial plan. And if you have a financial advisor, uh, and these are things that keep you up at night, because a lot of customers and clients and folks get nervous about money and the and the pending elections and what it's going to do to their portfolio. Uh, this is where financial advisors really come into play. I mean, you can reach out to your advisor, uh, any of us here at ION, and we can walk you through sort of what we think. And we have access to all kinds of uh, economists and all kinds of uh, stuff and, and analytical tools and things like that that tell us give us an idea of, of sort of what's happening that makes our decisions feel a little bit more confident, but definitely something to talk to. That's really the takeaway, I think, you know. All right. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Feel free to check out our website, ion-investments.com. Yeah, there's some really good resources on there just generally that, that Rich has gotten out there. So uh, feel free to kind of use all, any of that stuff. It's free. It's there and it's there to be used. So yeah, find us on social media. We're on LinkedIn. We're on Facebook. And check us out wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, And thank you so much for listening. Definitely reach out to us. Give us a call. Would love some feedback. Maybe you guys can send us some questions. Yeah, if there's a topic even that we haven't talked about. I mean, we've only got a handful of these out. We're going to be going doing a lot more topics as we go forward. But if there's something specific that you want to know about, you know, let us know. And we could probably do a podcast around uh, around that. Thank Um, you so much for listening. We'll catch you on the next segment. Thanks. Just a quick disclosure, all speakers on this podcast are financial advisors with Infinex Investments. Investment and insurance products and services are offered through Infinex Investments, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Ion Investments is a trade name of Ion Bank. Infinex and the bank are not affiliated. Products and services made available through Infinex are not insured by the FDIC or any other agency of the United States and are not deposits or obligations of nor guaranteed or insured by any bank or bank affiliate. These products are subject to investment risk, including the possible loss of value.